Hello and welcome to episode 174, definitely forgot and had to check the show notes, of First Geek 411. I'm your host, Cameron Franklin, and with me as always, the Montana Mountain Man, Chris Nicolay. How are you doing today? Hello, I am good and hot and trying to stay cool. So lots of lights are off. We went from 60 to 70 in like a day. It's great. Also staying cool, I assume. I don't know anything about Canada. Shanine Thompson, how are you doing today? <laughs> You're Uh-oh. muted. Surprisingly hot and humid. <laughs> <laughs> we just assume Canada's always cold. Yep. I just I literally assume <laughs> it snows there all year round. Yeah. You just literally I mean, cross. Does like, you cross the U.S. border <laughs> and it's just snow all the time? Not today. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the other side of the wall. In yeah, Game of Thrones yeah. is pretty much what I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and then joining us from, I was going to say snowy Colorado, but you're not in Canada. It's not snowy. Um, Emma Risenhower. It's a good day to be alive, folks. And we are glad that you are alive. Yes. <laughs> For, for listeners, I got in a car accident this morning. I'm alive. I'm well. Hopefully the repairs aren't too expensive. So yeah, that's about that. It's good day well, to be alive. Yeah. Very happy that you're here with us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. Me too. Listeners, um, this week we got E3. We got Wasabi. And we got Windows 10. And then... We got our top three people or characters that would make terrible boat captains. That's what I was thinking of. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, you can find us on our social media as OneGeek411. You can join our Discord server and shoot us an email at 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. You can go to our website, OneGeek411.com, and then you can watch live on Twitch, Monday nights, 645 Mountain Time, and find the videos over on our YouTube where you can like, comment, and subscribe. And speaking of subscribe, you can do that wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. It's 174 episodes, and I finally thought of that transition. Good job, Cameron. And then you can also check out our Red Red Bubble store if you would like any First Geek 411 merch. So with all that said, Emma, what has been your favorite thing this week? Or what have okay. you been up to this week? But. <laughs> I uh, watched Wonder Woman 1984 or whatever it is that movie is. And it was just as debatable as I thought slash expected. Mm-hmm. Um, Storyline could have used some work, which is like nothing new at this point. Um, I played a one shot D&D game with some friends from high school on Saturday. That was a lot of fun. We uh traversed through the digestive tract of the whale because we're all science nerds and that's the kind of thing we find fun in, in a DD game um and then we got to shoot out its blowhole at the end and <laughs> it was fun self, have Emma's <laughs> character beaten by a whale okay <laughs> are you kidding? I actually I have so a one shot by that <laughs> written or not written that I, I have a one shot that i found that's kind of along that premise yeah <laughs> It was so fun. We got to fight a giant octopus and some giant crabs. And we all were just like, yeah, how big is this crab? What kind of crab is it? Give us the Latin name for it. That kind of thing. Because we're all all science nerds. Um, 
and then as several it's a fantasy realm there's only one crab it's just gratinous crabius we don't speak latin in this realm close enough and then as several of my other co-hosts will probably mention i watched loki and that was a lot of fun and i enjoyed it so yeah That's a summary of my week. What class did you play in D and D? I did. I basically played a dragonborn druid. <laughs> my dragonborn druid. It was a cousin of Fernan, if you put it nicely. <laughs> in other words, just a remock up of Fernan um, with some different stats and stuff, just so I could and like set up and stuff, so I could play around a little bit and like experiment. In oh. a slightly different arrangement. So. I didn't actually think it'd be. <laughs> it was actually a read mock up with some different settings. But I did, though. We had me and then a Vaughn druid who was basically just a hippie who ate pot brownies all the time. Um, this is a druid party. So if you're an yeah. <laughs> And then a dragonborn ranger and a dwarf that just Hulk smashed things, essentially. So it was fun. Very nice. Shanine, what have you been up to? Okay, I finally started our book club book, uh, Not All Excellent. Who Wander Spiritually Are Lost by Tracy Rhodes. Initial impressions? Initial impressions is... I really like talking about church and I really relate to a lot of the good and a lot of the struggles. So I'm excited to talk about it. I have sticky tabs on like every single page. I'm like, oh no. I haven't started it yet, but I'm kind of interested because I read nonfiction way different than I read fiction. So yeah. like, I don't typically like underline fiction books of like, oh, I like this quote. But I hundred percent do that with um, with nonfiction, and so I'm going to actually like actually have quotes that hopefully <laughs> won't be the same quotes that Shanine already has planned in the show. What notes. are the chances they will be? Pretty high. Pretty high. <laughs> no, I'll leave some for you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and my husband and I also continued our play through of Phoenix Wright. Um. I'll just say I'm way better at solving crime than my husband is. <laughs> Get Rex Travis. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Somehow my brain works the same way the game works. And I'm just really good at figuring out like Phoenix Wright's hold it moments and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, and we also watched the first episode of Loki, um, first impressions, really into it, still in love with Tom Hiddleston and always like just surprised as usual by Owen Wilson, because I always see him in stuff and I'm like, why would you pick Owen Wilson? Like, he's so 
Owen Wilson. And then I see him and I'm like, oh yeah, it's because he's actually a really good actor. I forgot. I will say he has been my biggest disappointment so far. And that's because he has not said, wow. (laughs) You had one job, which is to end the first episode with him saying, wow. Shanine, when you said he's a he's basically just being Owen Wilson, I thought of the statement. So who's that guy who does like all the poor like bad comedy movies? Jeez, what's his name? Chandler? Not Chandler. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. He's as (laughs) Owen Wilson as an is as Owen Wilson as Adam Sandler as Adam Sandler. Like is I don't know if anyone is going to understand that mental connection in my head that I do in my head, but like, he's just a certain type in terms of actor mm-hmm. that in the same way that Adam Sandler is a certain type. I think they got Cameron hooked because they're, they're going to wait to have him say, wow, until the very end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I will be super sad if we had to wait till the very last, like as long as it it's going to be like the last 10 but... seconds of the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just like imagining though, that he just sort of knows all about this. Wow. Thing that like everyone, like this running joke about himself. And he just like throws it in because he can. I feel like <laughs> Owen Wilson is a very like self-aware. Yeah. He's yeah actor he's not going to be like you know like where we make memes about an actor because they don't but they take themselves too seriously so they don't realize and they're not unaware so (laughs) when people do that impression of them he kind of seems like the person like you always hear about like celebrities that are like super high maintenance and they're like i must have exactly eight grapes in my dressing room before the show and like owen wilson's like you know i just really want to say wow guys yeah. like there's this meme and i just i just really need to say wow you know like we can do that <laughs> spoiler alert and the loki show is just loki causing mischief and making an entire show leading up to owen wilson saying wow oh that's it so as, as it escalates it's like is this the thing that's gonna get him to say wow oh shanine yeah that was good brain it's not gonna be until the end and it's cameron's gonna be hooked just waiting for the moment also, apparently, he's not going to actually know what's happening in the show. <laughs> since we're on this topic of Marvel slash Loki, apparently, in that initial like ticket room that he's in, one of the murals on the wall has Stanley in it, and one of the running theories, yeah. So if you watch it again and look super closely, there's Stanley and one of the murals um, in that like ticket room. So a couple of people are theorizing that like all of his appearances throughout the different movies are like he was a tva agent and he was just like making sure everyone stayed on the right timeline and he was just jumping around so oh man i gotta go watch the episode again bummer dude (laughs) what a shame okay and my biggest thing from this week is i finished attack on titan how much did y'all watch this or week? you're caught up to attack on Titan? Should, yeah we, caught up i have watched all that is out and we should possible specify. for me to watch she does not think <laughs> it's done yet or no. or and she did not somehow and not share with us that she got early access to a completed yeah, yeah no i attack wish on Titan. i've been like 
going back and forth between being shook by everything that's happened and being shook that I suddenly can't watch any more new episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know which has me more shook. Yeah. The more episodes part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, man. Yeah. It had me in my feels a lot. And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait till the end of the year. Just beat up Travis and be like, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm like, it's like you couldn't wait till it was waited. all done. We yeah, should have waited. waited. I'm like, you just wanted me to suffer with you. <laughs> that happens Man. to me every time I start simulcasting a current anime that's really good. And you're just like, I have to wait till next week. But like, you guys know how long it takes me to watch anime. Apparently not very long. Not if it's even this longer. good. Yeah. <laughs> if it mean, takes you long, it takes me even longer. So all I... you've shown me the last like month is that it does not actually take very much. <laughs> so if you're going to recommend me anime, just make sure it's on the same level as Attack on Titan. And so wait, I will get it watched. Are you only in the Shonen then? Is that what you're telling me? Or I'm into anime that has a plot line and is building towards the biggest mind-blowing finale of your life <laughs> so sports anime is <laughs> <laughs> and that's just no matter what you would have said chris would have been sports anime yeah true maybe you, I could, you could replay the <laughs> yeah. you choose your own adventure any way you want it's always going to end up with sports anime i, I love complex hyper-violent anime Sports anime? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, speaking of Chris, what have you been up to? So I too watch Loki. I I do like the throwback, just a spoiler for those who haven't seen it that are listening, plug your ears for three seconds. I like that they confirmed Loki did actually die. Yeah. In whichever one Infinity War. Infinity War. <laughs> I was like, is it Infinity War? Did they verify that in Endgame? No, no, it's Infinity War, for sure. Um But I also checked out uh so obviously we've talked about it. Netflix is releasing just a ton of anime. Um, but the one they launched this last weekend was called Is Trese, and it's actually based on a Phil it's an adaptation of a Filipino comic, and it's based on a lot of Filipino superstitious folklore. And I loved it. Highly recommend. Um, I'm even going to make my mom watch it just because it's Filipino. She's probably not going to like it, but I'm going to make her watch it. What so is she it could translate you? it for me. Trace, Trese, T-R-E-S-E. Okay. And it's I'll so good. It my so list. good. It deals with like just like all of the occult kind of things that occult creatures of filipino lore like the swami which are just vampiric creatures and um it's it's really good i might even buy the comics now because because represent you know oh i also yeah. did get I, I also watched ryan the last dragon and i have problems <laughs> and i have problems <laughs> that's fair i myself have not seen it what are your problems my biggest problem is like there they they just took all of like south and southeast asian cultures and just <laughs> tried to put them all together 
Chris, they live at different points of the dragon. I mean, that's uh, that, so you could have you could have representative rep- representative. What is it? Six, seven, seven distinct cultures within that. Instead, you Chris, just we can't hear you. You can't hear me. Oh, no, nope, never mind. That's you. Can't I unplugged myself. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was like, mistakes were made. It's like, I didn't My touch bad. nothing. Um, I can't hear anything now. <laughs> you had the opportunity to represent at least seven distinct cultures, but instead you just tried to mush as much as you could together. And it's just like, okay, so now Southeast Asians watching this aren't going to actually have any identity in these characters because that's it's not distinctly part of that um you can't distinctly point toward so that, that that's my biggest issue um it's like obviously i could pick up on little things but you don't see yourselves in the characters um and so but yeah it wasn't it's it's still a good story i enjoyed it um i think the best thing they did was like I mean, when you did seafood in it, that felt good. Um, <laughs> always picking up on the food. You know me. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And I also watched Kim's finish Kim's Convenience last week. Yeah. I keep getting recommended that <laughs> yeah. on Netflix. And I'm just like, well, I know the last season sucks. So I don't know if I want to commit <laughs> to that or not. You should commit to the first four seasons. It's really good up till that point. Like, the fifth season is just, like, all over the place. Um, you can definitely, like, I feel like there's definitely different writers on she it. She means, like, triggered over There's, like, definitely yeah. different writers on the fifth season. It, it Like, there, there's moments where I'm like, you know, you, you guys have done so well balancing, avoiding, like, stereotype and developing some of these characters and I feel like some of that disappeared on this, mm-hmm. where they kind of leaned into some of the stereotypes for Kim. And, and I was like, oh, sad. And then, yeah. That, that, what are they talking about? They thought it ended well. Who said that? Because so much more needs to happen for that to be a good foreclosure in that show. But yeah. <laughs> sad um other than that i rode about 200 something miles on the motorcycle this weekend maximum zoomies yeah didn't die clearly always good avoided all the traffic granted everyone was in town so i just took because there's like there's so much happening governor's cup clancy days there's like music all around downtown so no one actually left town this weekend so it's all good So for me, also watch Loki. Um, we just watched Bad Batch um, this past week. And so got caught up on that. And then I guessed it on um, Geek Nation. They're doing a spinoff podcast called Classic Colloquy, um, which is looking at public domain shows. And so we um, talked about the animated Pink Panther shorts. But it was, um, I did not know their public domain. It makes a lot of sense, but like, um, and so we watched those and chatted through two of the episodes. It was really cool to go and look at OG, like, like animation. Um, 
and kind of like with not necessarily like a critical eye, but like with an eye of like seeing how so many of the tricks were pioneered around like that time and getting to see them like, oh, this is where they're masking something um, and repeating um, scenes to save time. So they could use it to animate other things and things like that. And so it was really fun to see like the improvement as the show goes on too. Um, and so that should be coming out soon-ish. Um, don't have an exact time, but keep an eye on social media for when that drops. And then I on Friday, I took a staycation. And so I spent the morning playing Magic the Gathering um, and doing some streaming there. And then um, one of my best friends came over and we played Magic the Gathering. For the rest of the and, day. And then, <laughs> um, wait for it. And then I streamed some God of War. And then some other friends came over and we played Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and so all nice. together, I played like seven hours of Commander. And so it was amazing. Games. Um, it was five. <laughs> and so um, we put, yes, yeah, so we played like seven hours of commander. And I think I played like 11 hours total of magic. So it was a great staycation. Um, and then uh, this weekend I had to work some because of E3, which we'll talk about um, more in a little bit. But um, so that took up a, a chunk of my time and I was still able to get in a God of War stream on Sunday. So that was exciting. Um, although apparently I'm at like the worst part of the game now. Oh, no. Um, and so, yeah, um, Atreus has become like a little jerk and is like very. The worst part. Like, yeah. Um, and so I'm now like, well, Got to finish this as quickly as possible so this game can get good again. Um, but gameplay is still fun, but Atreus is awful. Um, but yeah, um, so that's what I have been up to. So let's go ahead and get into our discussion topics for this week. Um, let's go ahead and start big. Um, we're going to start with E3. And so the Electronic Entertainment Expo has been going on. Um, for people watching this later, um, it is Monday, which means that we have not seen Nintendo or Bandai yet. So should something crazy happen in those, we are not aware in this timeline. So um, so if that doesn't... develop time travel in the next right. week or so. Yeah, and so unless the TVA shows up and... Yeah. Um, bring us back to the sacred timeline. We, we are not going to know. Um, and so, yeah, so just as a call out in case something crazy happens, that's why those are not here. And so um, what I thought would be fun, um, I think to, to varying degrees, we've kind of all been keeping up with it. And so uh, let's just kind of go through one or two games um, that you have found interesting or really excited about and why. Um, and so I'll go first because I was really surprised by one and it was one of the very first ones. And that was rainbow six extraction. So I've never played a rainbow six game, been 0% interested in any of the rest of the franchise. Cause it's typically like a very slow paced competitive shooter. Yes. Like in a good way, slow paced, but like, um, and has a very big fan base, especially for siege. Um, but that has just like 0% interested me. Um, but this latest one 
Um, basically, there's some sort of alien contaminant and you are on the team um, that goes and it's play PVE. So you're fighting against the game, like with a squad, um, which I love. And you're basically trying to like gather resources to, I assume, find the cure. Um, but um, it looks really cool. And one of my coworkers pointed out, it basically looks like you're fighting Venom. Like, sure, it's not Venom, but we know. <laughs> Similar, but legally distinct from. Um, yeah, it's like, that looks really sweet. And again, again, it's, it's, I like PVE way more than PVP for a, a lot of things. And so um, yeah. it definitely seems a lot more up my alley. I definitely like that. And we were actually seeing that a lot with a few of the shooters in the session, but like that transition to like, well, let's make it more story driven, like seeing that, <laughs> that drive. And the, yeah, because Siege is definitely more like it's built to be a competitive kind of shooter game um, with rankings and everything and seeing that transition. Um, and it's a big change for them. And I really wonder what the fan base is thinking kind of related to it. But, um, but yeah, even I'm a little interested, not going to play it, but. <laughs> a little interesting. Yeah, I'm not, I'm that's how I am shooters. with a lot of a lot of the games. It's like, oh, this looks really cool. I know this isn't my thing. But... I just feel bad for holding the team yeah. back from advancing in the story. <laughs> that's that's the part where I default to like watching let's players play the games. It's like <laughs> I wouldn't really play this myself, but I'm still curious enough to like know a little bit about the inner workings of the game. So I'm gonna go watch someone on YouTube or Twitch or whatever play some. <laughs> sure um yeah and so like i get i have like, i have no clue because i have no context for this franchise but i'm hopeful It'd be sure it'd be cool ubisoft if you were to give us four copies so we could all play together yeah. <laughs> watch us get not get past the first chapter because chris sucks <laughs> you can't be worse than watch me, us though. all suck together <laughs> Just, just us slogging through, gradually trying to get through this story. Can't repeat the first mission. Don't even get out of the first room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just spawn die. It's like no one's. We're not even. This isn't. This isn't. We PvP. just started a second ago. Who designed this? <laughs> oh, man. Chris, we'll go ahead and go back to you. What is a game that you found exciting? I am excited for the next installment to Life is Strange. Yeah. But also that it comes with mm -hmm. the remasters of the previous titles. Yes. As somebody who has not played any of them, it's that was very cool. It's a pretty game. It's so games. pretty. And they're so pretty. It's it's such a good story. I I mean, like I still need to go back. Like I've only played the one. Um, yeah. And I love them. Like they're 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 yeah. wonderful. They're pretty. The characters are spot wow. on. And um, the newest installment is different um to like the the powers the the how that what you're you're what you're doing um instead of like the time control you're 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 a empath which is mm -hmm. really cool um and uh seeing that character struggle with what using their power at least from what we've we've seen so far and also representation in this seems to be spot on so far I've yeah, I think I've watched some like a let's play of the first chapter of the first one, and that's basically all I've like interacted with. So 
it's I'm, one of those games that you could like play it five different times and get five different mm-hmm. endings essentially like there's so many different ways to, that you could take it that it doesn't get boring exactly and also like uh the the remasters from what they sh- from what we saw in the screenshots look phenomenal yeah yeah this one was on my list too i haven't played any of the others but it looked really cool and like slow paced which is my kind of a game it's really chill um <laughs> yeah it's just exploration like pick up on clues decide what you're gonna do yeah the stakes are medium high while also like sometimes being, sometimes they're sometimes big. sometimes they're super high um but the game as a whole really forces it to be chilled out so yeah i mean i'm also really bad at making decisions but at <laughs> least i don't have to be like good at video games <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Shane, what um you have a pick other than Life is Strange? Okay. Other than that, um I'll throw up two because they're I'm kind of interested in them for similar reasons. Um Beacon Pines and Backbone. Um Beacon Pines is your animals and you're in this like mountain town and I don't know something about a storybook and you go around like collecting words and that determines how the story unfolds so stories and words and animals i'm in that's (laughs) this is this is a game designed for shanine yes right i saw it and was like "Ah, it's me the creators actually listen to this podcast and are like we're making a game for shanine (laughs) <laughs> or they read a blog put... whichever <laughs> you should like i mean like you should reach out and be like hey so i i do animals and words <laughs> would like <laughs> would like to talk about your animals with my words i'll get you their email be cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay and then the other one is backbone which takes place in vancouver except is all animals as well and you play like a raccoon private eye which i'm also super in for raccoon private i feel like i saw that one i saw that trailer but i don't remember there's a lot of like weird detective type games in this <laughs> e3 so yeah. far I think they're they're really building off the moment or the recent popularity that like um Ace Detective is having in the US, the kind of surgeons. Um and so I'm really intrigued how that goes. Emma, what stood out to you? Um one that I'm curious about is the Guardians of the Galaxy one. I don't know if that'll be good or bad. Like, I'm just mostly curious about it. I don't know much about it other than Marvel. But um, the one I'm excited about, I don't know if this was an E3 announcement or not, but um, Slime Rancher 2, <laughs> the first game is very much a stress reliever game for me because I could just play that for hours and just, like, chill out. Um, 
both to the music and just the general tasks of it. So I'm excited for number two because I'm always down for more cute little jelloey creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main character looks like a bee. Yeah, and that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that was in the first one because again, I haven't played it's that. The but... same, it's the same main character, okay. um, Beatrix. Oh, Le... it's a pun. Never mind. Yeah, it is a pun. Beatrix, <laughs> I forget her last name, but it's Beatrix is in there somehow. Um, so I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, the first game, First Land Rancher, is probably the most comical farming game. Well, most comical game I play, plus the, really the only farming type game that I play. Um, farming plus exploration game. Um, so it's a fun little, I'm excited to have more of a stress relieving slash just chill out game. Because I play so much of these other like shoot them and run kind of games. I'm just like, okay, let's uh, let's play something nice and relaxing now. Mm-hmm. So. Plus, it just looks fun. Yeah, it looks adorable. Yeah, like um, I'm very interested in whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so um, you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. That's my second pick. And so I'm really excited for what this game could be. Um, it's by IDOS Montreal, um, by, who's part of Square Enix. And so um, technically a different team that did the Avengers game, but same publisher. And so I'm excited about that, um, that it isn't just the Avengers team is already struggling to do their best. Let's say <laughs> um, they're trying to believe they're, they're really working hard trying to make yes. the Marvel game, the Avengers game a thing. Yes. Um, they're adding Black Panther. They, they got stuff on the horizon. Got to believe. Um, and I've heard the actual story of that game is very good, but the actual like post game apparently isn't great. Um, but um, so Guards of the Galaxy, it's a um, different team and you play exclusively as Star-Lord, which is both a weird choice considering if I had to hazard, hazard a guess, Star-Lord is the least popular Guardian of the Galaxy <laughs> or one of the least popular. Um, um, I'm really hoping though that because it is focused on one character, it feels the same way that playing Spider-Man in the Marvel Spider-Man yeah. games feel like yeah. it feels designed for this character. Whereas um, from what I've heard from people, one of the places at the Avengers game is that it doesn't feel designed for one individual character because it has to work for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm hopeful for that. I also like that there's some like RPG choices. And so like, if you don't want like trailers from or spoilers from the trailer, skip ahead a couple, like a minute or so. Um, But one of the things that I thought was really cool is the mission that they showed, you basically have to either sell Rocket or Groot um, as a monster and then um, break them out of a place. So basically you're trying to get money and then steal the money by breaking them out. Um, And there's like dialogue trees, like it has like an actual like RPG in it. and like another thing that they showed is like there's a time where Drax will toss Rocket across a gap. And if you choose to allow Drax to do that, Rocket now wants a bigger cut of the prize at the end of the mission. And so, and like it, it kind of does the telltale of like Rocket will remember this, that kind of thing. 
And so presumably like as you make decisions that can affect dialogue or post game stuff or things like that. Um, so I'm really excited about what that could be. Um, and then if the actual soundtrack to the game is awesome, like gardens of the galaxy, like that's really cool. It definitely felt like that. Like the, like, the soundtrack seemed like it was going to be. I do like, yeah, I, like you were saying, I really like the storytelling mechanic of your decisions matter. Um, I want to see how in-depth that goes um, <laughs> and see if it, if, it, if they go as in-depth as, like, you know, the Dragon Age games in terms of your decisions and how it results, like, builds into the final portion and how the, there's different, like, endings. Um, mm -hmm. should be very interesting. Yeah, so we'll see. It, it, it is one of those of like, it's E3, so we're all hyped up. But like... Yeah. Uh, That's why I said I was curious about it. Exactly, exactly. And it could go either way. Like, I'm interested, but I don't have hopes, major hopes, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, I love Star Lord's jacket, and I really want one. So yeah, don't we all? <laughs> I'm getting one. Is but I want new Star Lord's jacket. <laughs> well, I just want a Star Lord's jacket. Maybe I'll wait. <laughs> I'm gonna get one though. It's gonna be my riding jacket. I need a riding Gotta jacket. Believe. Then I need to get a helmet. <laughs> also, yeah, a also a good thing. Well, I mean, I have a helmet. Oh, okay. I need to get a Star Lord <laughs> helmet of some sort. Somehow. We would prefer you had a helmet, Chris. Yes. I definitely already have a helmet. <laughs> I just want a nerdy one. <laughs> Chris, what else you got for me, three? So this one I probably almost didn't end up watching because I was so annoyed with their opening. Um but Gearbox's uh Wonderlands. Um <laughs> I'm intrigued. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Tiny Tina's Wonderland yeah. specifically, yes. But um, I'm excited for like a, a different type of game with the like, mm -hmm. but set in that kind of that gritty style and the RPG elements and everything um, that is that we have come to know from Gearbox, but a mm -hmm. more fantastical setting, I guess. Um, yep. It, it seems to be presented as basically Tiny Tina is the DM for a D&D &D game. I'm not Which so I, I don't know how much going terribly <laughs> I don't know how much you could read into that or if that's just part of the marketing because that's yep. kind of what it, they're pulling it from but from when they talked about it it didn't sound like it's actually going to be this fantasy game like that that's just they're pulling the kind of lore from that to develop it um mm -hmm. but yeah gearbox has started off with this really random what let's walk around the set of the borderlands movie talk randomly and Wait, like are they making a movie yeah borderlands is making a live action movie but that gets rid of, that gets rid of the whole art style that just makes it so nice and pretty that's why i play the games it's pretty <laughs> yep. i knew that one of the the big complaints was that how gearbox started and a lot of people were very frustrated with that it's like i mean um, it, well, it was so frustrating because they were it's just literally just like talking about it and they'd throw these interjections like 
not movie footage and it's just, i'm just like well yeah you're not showing us actually anything about the movie you're literally just walking around behind the scenes and that's not why i'm here <laughs> you're not going to show us actually anything about this movie let's not go behind the scenes how about that <laughs> i'm already skeptical of what you're doing so <laughs> <laughs> oh well they have kate blanchett kate blanchett uh Holy kevin hart smokes they've got some good names in it they've um, got some big names okay i do have to say though jack black as claptrap is a perfect casting role yep. perfect is it i would not yes i find claptrap hideously annoying <laughs> yeah but I, I feel like their annoying types are different <laughs> Like, I'm not sure Jack Black's the right guy. I think Jack Black think is. does belong somewhere in this movie. I'm just yes. not sure it's Claptrap. But I don't know. I don't know what to expect no. from this movie. And I didn't have any more sense of what to expect from the movie from what the, from the <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes of what they showed behind the scenes. It's just like trying to hype it up without showing anything is dumb. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, Kate Blanchett really. It's like, okay, but don't show us any like behind the scenes actual footage of her doing the role. That's fine. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but fortunately, like, eventually I returned to it and just skipped it forward and found the like the actual Gearbox news. <laughs> Shanine, what else you got? Um. like stuff that I'm excited about or my yeah. question. Um I don't know. I don't there wasn't a whole lot else that got me hyped. I can't remember what that one game was called now. Redfall? That... The vampire one? Yeah. Yeah, that one looks interesting. I feel like the concept looked really interesting, but the trailer itself did not get me super hyped. I don't know why. But just like the combination of like magic and tech and vampires looked pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. that, that's one for me that's on my like interested but definitely need to know more list. Um, and I will say I meant to send this to you because I have a game that I think you would be super interested in. And it's called Tunic. I just had to look oh, it up. But yeah. apparently it's like made the rounds for a couple of years. It's being made Can by one like guy. That? And it's essentially like um, Zelda, like top-down Zelda, but you play as a fox. And it is adorable and I'll send you stuff. I saw some stuff on it over the weekend. I meant to send it, but it completely slumped my mind. I watched someone play a little bit, bit of this. And Shanine, I think you would really like it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll post it in the Discord right now, um, so I don't forget. Um, but I'll, I'll send the this um, Steam page, and I'll tag you. Emma, what you got um, for your last one? All of my E2 news is secondhand news. So I don't really actually have anything else. <laughs> That's okay. Um, in that case, 
Shanine, we'll double back to you. You had a separate E3 question for us. Yes. Um, so what are your E3 honorable mentions? So not necessarily a game that you're looking forward to, but just something that stood out as cool or just a fun thing that E3 did in general. It seems like there's been a lot of the push for inclusion. Um, it hasn't necessarily always been presented well, um, we'll say, um, but there has been a lot of that push for inclusion. Um, and so like um, Verizon had an E3 like showcase, which is weird. Um, yeah. But the part that I like tuned in for on it, one of the things that they talked about is that they are working with like five historically black colleges to essentially like provide them like scholarships for women who are like um, gamers and are studying STEM to kind of go and like, it seems almost like the like, let's get women in esports, let's get women in gaming. And like, they're actually like backing it up with a lot of money. And like, it, it sounded like they were essentially providing like, and again, I don't, I haven't looked into the details, so this could not be not quite remembering, but it sounded like they were essentially providing like, like public, like computer labs for these schools as part of their scholarships to these, to the women that were going to get this scholarship. And it's like, that's really cool. Like, again, like, I'm sorry, I don't have all the details on that, but like, I was like, that's awesome. If that's like, if what I understood that being is what that is, mm -hmm. like, that's really cool. That is super cool. Definitely. Now I got to look it up because. Like, get the actual details? Yeah, get the actual details. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, it was am... cool. I didn't, like, actually pay attention or, like, get a chance to watch everything or. Yeah. But. I am curious. But still, what these, it is. These colleges are these. Um, Afri black African-American colleges are uh, that they're they, teaming they, up with. They did announce it. Um, apparently I have historical family ties like some great great family member started one in the south somewhere. Okay, So I, I found the article. Um, so it's the Verizon Game Forward Scholarship. Um, it's happening this fall, um, and I'm, this, I'm reading from esportobserver.com. Um, the company will, uh, will launch the Verizon Game Forward Scholarship that will help esports community group community that, with an X at the, um, for the second letter. Verizon has allotted $1 million U.S. dollars for the scholarship program, which will help women at historically black colleges and universities gain degrees in technology with an emphasis on working in the video game and esports in, um, industry. Verizon will hand out five scholarships to each, to each to five historic black colleges and universities, Delaware State University, um, Dillard University, Howard University, Morgan State University, and Texas Southern University. So 25 scholarship recipients will also be guaranteed internships at top tech and gaming companies, including Verizon and its partners. In addition, some of the funding will go towards creating tech centers on the campuses of the participating schools um, which will be accessible to the entire school. Um, the scholarship recipients will also receive access to the Verizon 5G Gaming Center at the 5G Labs in LA um, and take part in and learn from the work being done there related to gaming and esports. Nice. 
good deal, man. Yeah. So like, I didn't catch, like I like tuned into part of the Verizon thing during work meetings. And like, that was the part I tuned in for. And so like, that's all I know that happened during that. Um, but like, that's really cool. Yeah. For me, I, I, all in all, I, I, you know, the C3 has been a bit of a letdown so far, but I'm happy it's back, but I don't know, just because it is all digital, it's all virtual so much like it's missing something. And part of it is also just watching like these, you know, the big stage pieces, but there's no audience. <laughs> yeah. The sets are super cool. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of them. <laughs> well, yes. The main stage is super cool. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and, and so like, yeah, there's just something missing, but, and so like they have, I haven't, I'd say definitely Verizon thing's kind of cool. I, I know what, and television kind of released like this weird co-op console thing. Um, the Amico. The Amico, that's right. Uh, <laughs> um, which sounds like a cool premise, premise, but also typically these types of consoles just don't typically do well. Um, competing on, on the level. I mean, like even like big names like Google and in them couldn't really launch their own console service um so i'm always a little skeptical of when seeing those um but yeah who knows mm-hmm. miko it's a cool name yeah again my e3 news is all secondhand so i don't have much to comment on just in terms of anything that has caught my attention but um i don't know um my my school does have a like a gaming development department so i'd like to befriend some of those people and get to know some of the (laughs) behind the scenes workings of that just so that i could better understand things like e3 we'll be there someday emma someday and I'll just go, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> Actually, I think we could probably qualify for next year. Gotta believe. And then I, I have to get it. off work. <laughs> That's a little harder for you since you work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Since this is like actually something you work already, yes, this is so actually we'll be going without part of Cameron. my job. We'll be going without Cameron, I'll just put in for two passes and <laughs> two or three passes, <laughs> or we'll get all four and just take the Anna instead. <laughs> <laughs> just really rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how much we're have fun we're having at the place you would love to be at. But you're here with us in spirit, right? <laughs> That's a good consolation prize. Yeah. <laughs> Janine, did you have an honorable mention? Yes. So my honorable mention is not quite as groundbreaking, but it is probably the best game trailer I have ever seen in my life. 
um it was it just like showed some of like the game environment and stuff and was the that narrator... the honest trailer no i don't think so no i'm saying like it was honest about what they were oh, doing like right? yeah <laughs> yeah they're like zooming out and they're like and here's the scenery and some lens flares oh and yes, now yes. you'll see our hero but only the silhouette because our developers haven't finished the design yet <laughs> they're like the only thing they finished is the title and i'm like i have no clue what this is but it's, i have to play it now because outer this is hilarious yeah. and yeah. yes it was outer worlds too so i guess i'm playing outer worlds yeah. too now the first one, like, it came out of nowhere. It did really well. A lot of people were very excited about it. I never got to it, but a lot of people really enjoyed it. What was this game? The Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. It's a sci-fi uh, game. It came yeah, out I of have, nowhere. I like... have it on Switch. I haven't played a whole lot of it, but I have it on my... Yeah, it was yeah. just like, I hadn't heard of it, and then it was out, and everyone was playing it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, oh. it's Obsidian, I think. Sounds about You're... right. Your description of this is making me think yes. of the um, of the trailer is making me think of the literal trailers on YouTube to Buskis. Did anyone ever watch those? Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Um, he did one of Assassin's Creed, one of the Assassin's Creed games, and it's just he voices over these trailers, but just says literally what's going on, um, but comically. But anyway. Those are things I watched as a kid. Well, like literal music videos? Pretty much what it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In chat, Travis says, by the original Fallout team. Mm-hmm. And they're now also owned by Microsoft. So just like Bethesda is, just saying. Uh, they can be back. But that concludes our E3 news. Um, we'll have some more as, again, we get... I, I assume that we'll talk about Nintendo next week. Um, if nothing else, no, we'll be not sad. Allowed. Or hopefully... But hopefully we'll be happy. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that Nintendo actually does something I'm excited for. Because, like, like, yeah, there's really cool things happening. I just haven't been like, yes, at all this week, weekend. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying... I mean, mm-hmm. um, listeners, let us know. Comment section, Twitch chat, Discord, all those places. What are you most excited about from E3? Um, and if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on podcast servers, services, you do have the benefit of knowing what happens tomorrow. So you can let us know. Um, but with that, um, Chris, what do you got for us this week? So this week, I just have a kind of continuation from last week's. Sorry, it's been so long. It's been since last week. But we don't do it consistently, and it doesn't have a dedicated spot anymore. But last week, we kind of talked about, like, obviously, so Apple had their big event talking about new development for their iOSs and everything like that. And we also know that there is a Windows event coming later this month. Um, but this week we got news that Windows 10 uh, or Microsoft is discontinuing support for Windows 10 October 14th of 2025. Um, 
which is kind of crazy because we haven't like from like at least the first few years of Windows 10 it was kind of spouted as this the last operating system will make kind of situation and it'll just be continually supported. Um, but obviously I think they're running into kind of tech constraints and support. Um, so yeah, they haven't officially announced, but we don't have a replacement yet. We don't know what's next. And so this just further solidifies that likely what we will see at the end of this month is windows 11 or whatever they end up naming it. Windows 361. <laughs> <laughs> right. The Xbox team in charge of it. Or they'll put windows 365. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but this is kind of big news so far windows 10 has been kind of the longest running operating system for microsoft um without you know new new actual iterations we've obviously gotten updates and like new developer tools and things like that have been made for it and so it has changed and grown um but we you know it's Windows 10 launched in July of 2015. Um, so, I mean, that's 10 years. It'll have a full 10 years of support, which will be, like, the longest running because ever since 95, we have been running, like, typically, like, typically within three-year increments, uh, a new Windows model. Um, sometimes faster because certain ones failed. Looking at you, Vista. Yeah, cough, cough, Vista, <laughs> cough, cough. Um, <laughs> mistakes were made um or windows 8 <laughs> um uh but and also what are companies problems with nine the number nine just throwing that out there what do you mean like there was no iphone 9 huh. windows is my windows skip nine <laughs> people have problems with number nine <laughs> I don't know what their problem is because Final Fantasy IX was the best Final Fantasy ever. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but so that's something to look forward to and something to keep in mind for those who are running Windows 10 to possibly consider what the next generation of Microsoft OS is going to look like. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. When I saw this in the show notes, I forgot which operating system we, we were currently on. And so I thought this was like a legacy thing. And it was kind of like how like Windows XP is still being used, like that kind of thing. So, I mean, like at work, we just we are just getting Windows 10 upgrades now. So five years after it's been out. And then literally just like not everyone has it. I'm still running Windows 7. And I was surprised when I got hired that we were still running Windows 7. But now I'm like looking, they're working on trying to get us all Windows 10. I'm like, great. Now you have to look at <laughs> upgrading us in five years anyway. So, or within five years, because I'm assuming, especially for security reasons, you don't want to run a non supported OS. Yeah especially with healthcare systems. Just saying. Emma, I'm excited. You're excited. What do you got for us this week? For the the piece of news I put in, because I couldn't think of any other piece of news, and this was on my Twitter feed, so I put it in. Um, 
I would like to announce that the winner of the Westminster Dog Show is Wasabi the Pekingese. Chris, do we have the technology to put the, a picture of this on screen? Oh, I know I'm, spring, I'm springing this on you. Why like didn't every, you just ask me earlier? I could have had it prepped. I, I, I feel dog, like every for context, single time. This dog looks so ridiculous, but also like super adorable at the same time. Like he looks like the, like a mop head, but like make it cute. Also, it's really only important because who names their dog Wasabi? It's kind of up. Winners. Winners name their dogs Wasabi. <laughs> Clearly. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I, I believe in you. It's up. <laughs> so uh, this is this is Wasabi, the Pekingese. Um, oh my gosh, it's so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to anyone who's watching on Twitch. To all you audio listeners, I apologize. But what we've got here... I'm going to hide all my tabs because I know some <laughs> people who are sometimes in chat give me a hard time. Judge. <laughs> what we've got here is like, <laughs> if you picture one of those old-fashioned mops that look like dread things, if you take the like the, the things and comb them out and then stick a cute little black dog face in the middle and then attach a, a leash, you've got Wasabi the Pekingese who won this hoity-toity dog show. So there you go. There's my piece of news. And from the um, the the owner and handler, um, what's next for the winner? A big meal. He can have a filet mignon, and I'll have champagne. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what I was thinking, Varoth. Varoth in chat says the trouble with Pekingese tribbles, and yep. that's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like a tribble from Star Trek. <laughs> yep. Um, I was just reading it won over a trim whippet, a bushy shaped dog, and a blinded white or blinding white Samoyed. Two of those three breeds I have never heard of before. I have those, those are of... all words, Emma. Like, yeah, those <laughs> that, are all that, words. That's basically how I feel whenever people talk about dog breeds. I got yeah. golden retriever, <laughs> I got husky, and I've got Labrador. That's about my limit. <laughs> Bushy sheepdog is just a fancy way slash very perky, nice way of just saying a, your generic sheepdog. And Rachel Tension or Travis chimes in, it's hideous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a stick at the end of it and use it as a mop. That's what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's breaking news, according to the New York Times. Mm -hmm. Why that's breaking news, I don't know. I have yet to figure that out, but... uh. <laughs> because it, it i mean it's breaking news because it's timely and event. it's an event it's the conclusion yeah. of an event so well, yeah it's like this it just in we have the results of the 145th yeah it's for the also, shout out haters. to wasabi from big hero six yeah i'd like to think that that's what this dog is named after it's probably young enough yeah, I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't be old. crazy. Yeah, She's three years old, so yes, definitely could work. Let's go ahead and jump into our announcement section. And so, we got streams going on this week. What's everyone up to? Once again, we'll be streaming Pokemon Snap on Tuesday. 
I will be streaming Act 2. I think, yeah, starting Act 2 of Diablo 3 on Wednesday. I'm just prepping for Diablo 2 this September. That's all I'm doing. I will be playing some on Thursday, probably a little later than normal. I've usually been playing at 4 Mountain Time. But now that I have a job, I will be getting off probably after that. So I'll be playing in the evening on Thursday, um, probably like 6.37, um, just for some late night hang hangout. Subnautica, um, most likely, that or another game I just got recently that I wanted to jump into a little bit, um, depending on my mood. But um, I also have to figure out where I'm at in Subnautica right now and see if there's any some any prepping I need to do beforehand. <laughs> Whether or not I get to that by Thursday, I don't know. So, <laughs> then hopefully I'll be streaming on Sunday. It is Father's Day, so I'm not exactly sure what is going to be going on time wise with that. But um, to celebrate Kratos trying to become the best dad, um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a very forced segue. Um, but hopefully I'll be He's able to stream trying. some. Yeah, he's he's doing his best. He's it didn't dying. say it does it doesn't say good Father's Day, it's just Father's yes. Day. So he is, you, you get he is celebrated regardless. <laughs> um and so hopefully that'll be able to happen. Like I said, we'll see. I would like to say his voice actor is a much better dad than Kratos <laughs> is. Oh I only know that because I'm a big fan of Christopher Judge. So <laughs> I hope so. Duh, only the best cheesy science fiction show on the planet. <laughs> And then we were not able to do it this past week, but this Saturday, the 19th, we'll be back with more Faithful Hedrons playing some D&D. &D. Just kidding. And Chris is like, what? <laughs> uh, and so I hope you're ready for more shenanigans. So we were and supposed then, to do stuff this week. And no, then, no. Chris, you said you were ready anytime. I, 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 I'm so ready. I'm, I've been ready <laughs> since last week. Um, and then... On the 24th is our next book club. Is that I next should... week? Yes. When is the 24th? Okay. I'm so behind, guys. Next Thursday. Okay. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't started the book either. Um, <laughs> it's on I'm my also desk. a very slow reader when it yeah. comes to nonfiction, so. Yeah. Um, I meant to start over the weekend, and I played video games instead. So, um, I, I'm, pretty, I'm a much faster reader when it comes to nonfiction. Yeah. I'm super slow. Because it's real, and I'm just like... It's a really short book, though. That's why we picked See, it. See, Chris, I'm the opposite. <laughs> because it's real, I have to, like, actually, like, train my brain to actually pay attention. <laughs> so, like, I will actually remember what's going on and what's being said. My brain's like, facts! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And then, Shanine, we also have an announcement for the 28th. Right? What? Tr Tracy's guesting on the podcast, right? Question oh, mark, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was okay. like, I don't know what that day is. I was like, I, was <laughs> like, I, I was like, because <laughs> when you posted about it like earlier today on Instagram, I thought it was today, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but. if it's today, you guys really got to give me a bigger heads up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the author will be joining us um, the Monday after the book club um and so we have to make sure to be nice during book club <laughs> i 
I mean, I've, I'm enjoying it already. I'm a little ways into chapter two. It just takes a lot of mental focus for me to read anything nonfiction. So I just want to get constructive it. feedback. Okay. <laughs> always. You always do. Just kidding. I, I haven't. You'd, you'd be a good book publisher, Chris. That could be a good. I like to think you. so. I could. I, I think I could be a good editor. Like, but like, hey, uh, consider this. <laughs> if I ever <laughs> decided to write a book, I might send a copy to you to read over and give feedback on. <laughs> Better with speeches, though. <laughs> okay. Can I write your Academy Award speech? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom and Jesus Christ. <laughs> there, go write it for me. <laughs> Let's get into our top three for this week. We're talking our top three people or characters that would be terrible boat captains yeah. and why. Um, and so, um, Emma, since this is yours, um, why don't you start us off? Okay, let me pull up my word doc where I put <laughs> my <down>. word doc <laughs> my word doc i mean i always write this in a word doc but my number one which should be fairly obvious to most people as to why would be the wicked witch of the west because she would just like the moment she got wet she would melt and she would no longer be a boat captain so like she would be surrounded by like everything that kills her so that is my number one, the Wicked Witch yep. of the West, because she would melt pretty quickly. I mean, the Wicked Witch and... of the East would just have a house come crash your boat. I mean... <laughs> or that. You can just do either witch, evil witch. <laughs> either you, you know, evil witch. You know, it works out either way. <laughs> Witches do not make good way. captains. But if you're going with the Wicked Witch of the West, like... She would spend half of her time paranoid that she'd get wet so that she wouldn't be doing her duty as a captain. So that's my number one. I'm going to go next. And my pick is Gimli. Um, I was trying to think of characters that like would be preposterous to find captaining a boat. And Gimli is one that came to mind. Um, I mean, he's got an axe. <laughs> Um, and he's a very good sprinter, but I, not great over long distances. Vikings do axes, and they all have boats. I mean, this is a good point. Is Gimli a Viking, Chris? I mean, dwarves are predominantly pulled from Viking lore or like portrayals, so okay. pretty much. I hereby retract my point, Gimli. I have wronged you and your family. Um, At the end of his life, he 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 even ends up on a boat. But is he captain? No. Okay, Gimli, get wrecked. <laughs> um, <laughs> Only the elves had boats. So, Janine, what is your number one? Okay, I'm just gonna start by saying I had the hardest time coming up with people for this, and the first person I thought of was a literal boat captain. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not, I'm the same. Don't worry, Janine. I'm actually still thinking of mine. So. <laughs> So I give you guys a challenge this week. Yeah, so you look around the room to try to find stuff. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe after I'll tell you who my terrible boat captain boat captain is. Um 
But my first one is Groot. Um, Darn it. If we... <laughs> You're making this really, really hard. <laughs> I just think that um, his crew would have a very hard time um, responding to his commands because most people don't understand what he's saying. They did not take that language yeah. class in college. No. They did not take did not. as an elective. <laughs> yep. Like Thor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris, no pressure. What's your number one? Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to say Richard from Never. <laughs> <laughs> who's the captain of the boat in treasure island them <laughs> they wouldn't be good no but richard from neverwhere because he's just always he, he he's not very self-aware so <laughs> and he'd probably try to correct someone saying one thing and then they'd just be washed up on shore his crew would just get tired of hearing um actually um actually and it like and then the um actually being wrong <laughs> yeah they'd all just throw a mutiny and hire someone else yep but originally i was originally gonna say Groot too <laughs> so going off the joke i made and what Shanine had previously said, literally that the captain of the boat in Treasure Island was the first thing that I thought of. For <laughs> um, of like, I mean, you could also take that route given that there's no yes. rule of top three. Technically, right. we're, you we're could just, go with. They we're are going. a captain and they are horrible at it. <laughs> um, like, and like, like, we're not asking so like for the, I'm like legitimately captains. doing this as my number two is the cap, like anyone who claimed to be a captain in Treasure Island. Um, you have whoever the original captain is. You got the pirate that literally planned the mutiny on the boat in earshot of other people and then gets yeah. caught in like their first five minutes as captain. Like just anyone in Treasure Island that claims to be a captain is the worst captain. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say like Edward Smith. Like a real life bad boat captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those that don't know who Edward Smith is, he's the captain of the Titanic. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. So I hopped in line, um, but Emma, what's your number two? My number two, because apparently. I got the most creative of y'all is Mario <laughs> <laughs> because a he's too short and b in my imagination the boat driving board won't take mushroom users <laughs> so he's just too short nine times out of ten to drive and see where he's going all he's got to so do might is be a throw good his pirate, ghost hat though. or that I don't play onto Mario the ship and then he just becomes the ship and controls it for sure. Which comes to my third point of he'd make a pretty good pirate. He wouldn't be a good normal captain. Oh, he I didn't realize it was just pirate, normal captains. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Literally, I was thinking about it, about it, and I just went, he'd be a pretty good pirate. 
but uh, it might not be the best boat captain. So, Bowser, on the other hand, pilots tons of boats. Yeah, and seems to do very it. well. I mean, I feel like he does well, but I think he just has a lot of boats. <laughs> yeah, they're all just he like needs- crashed right off screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. It's like I got to get this one now because. That one's gone. <laughs> Shanine, what is your number two? Okay. Um, my number two is Dwight. Um, as we see in the Office episode, Booze Cruise, he knows nothing about boats. Um, they're on a, a motorized boat, and he, they stuck him at a fake wheel and he thinks he's driving the thing he should not be in charge of a boat the wheel that they literally use to trick children (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a good one good episode good episode chris what do you got shakar (laughs) cameron your character would not make a good boat captain I actually have a shockingly high charisma. I mean, I just I, it's not because of your charisma. About it's about it's not about your charisma. It's it goes out to sea. It goes. <laughs> hey, we're punctual. We we don't take detours. We just deliver the stuff and come back. Except you're you're picking up the stuff and delivering it to the same port. <laughs> hey, sometimes. You just got to launder some money. What if there's some, some guy who's like has a black market and just needs to hide the material for a while. So he tricks him into just like taking stuff out into the mi- middle of the ocean for a while while the inspectors come and then he comes back again. Thing is, Shakara thinks he's somewhere else. <laughs> <I'm> just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't pick up on it very quickly. <laughs> exactly. So we wouldn't be able to tell the the authorities. What is your number three? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yeah, because I um, skipped in line for the last one. So. Right. My number three are is are um, Daleks because they have no thumbs and they are awkward in size and they would get in the way on a boat. But apparently in my head, thumbs are a requirement for being a boat captain. So, uh, I will say it does seem like there should be fan art of a pirate Dalek with a hook hand instead of the plunger. That does seem like something that has to exist. I'd like to see it. If only I were that good at drawing. <laughs> so my last one, which I got from doing the Chris Nicolay look around the room, <laughs> is um, Ash Ketchum. Um, I'm not saying in general I would trust many 10-year-olds to be captain of a boat, um, but Ash seems to not understand, like, how types and environments and elements work well he learns and, eventually but he forgets it so by the next season right so. <laughs> right and so i would just be very afraid 
that he wouldn't understand that water is wet and like would try to like i don't know drive the boat inland i like it just seems like he wouldn't understand what water is we'll see it's basically my concern here's here's what would happen if ash was working on trying to become a boat captain we'd spend an entire series of building him up and him learning how to become a boat captain he becomes one as soon as he crosses into the next region from one region to another he forgets how to be a boat captain and he has to remarkable but the problem is you're in the middle of the water at that point he needs to be yeah. the boat captain now you're just dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're just screwed instantly yep. oh we're officially in alola i don't no, know what i'm no, doing no, anymore no, 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 <laughs> how does this work how did i get here again Janine, what's your number three? Okay, my last one is Anne of Green Gables because I think she loves the sea, but she would just spend all of her time like staring out at it romantically <laughs> and being like, wow, this is so beautiful and would forget to actually captain the boat. <laughs> She'd write poems in her head about the twinkling lights or the shades of blue. We'd never get where we were trying to go. Makes sense. Good choice. But you'd have cool poems about the shipwreck. Yeah. <laughs> you would. It would be yeah. very dramatic. Yes. We spend okay. too much time daydreaming to actually go on adventures. <laughs> <laughs> My yes. last one. What you got? Oh, man. I had it too, and then I lost it when we were talking about Cameron's. <laughs> it, was it was it was also Ash Gajo. Because <laughs> it was also no, <laughs> no. I don't have anything about Ash around my room. No, I don't. I've got Catbug. <laughs> I'm Catbug. I mean, it would also be a semi-terrible boat captain. Probably. Uh, <laughs> like all so that's coming in my head are captains right now. <laughs> that, that is like the challenge of it is it's like the don't think about this. And so you didn't immediately think about that thing. Think about that thing. And it's rough. And then I start trying to, it's like trying to think out of the box and I'm just like, no, they would make a great boat captain. Yeah. <laughs> you want the wrong direction with this, Emma. We could also do that. Non-boat for... captains that make great boat captains. That's what it should yeah. have been. Okay. We can do we that next week. We could also store that in, put that in for like next week as characters that would make great boat captains. It's in the show notes. Is it? I just put it I'm, in. I'm not looking at the show notes anymore, so. Captain Crunch. Captain <laughs> Crunch. He definitely has an honorary degree. Yeah, he's definitely not <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> Listeners, let us know your top three worst boat captains. Um, and um, as you heard, next week we are going to be doing our top three non-boat captains that would make great boat captains. I feel like this is going to be a wonky one to type out for the tweet, but here we are. Um, but let us know. Um and we'll discuss those next week. Um, I don't think if I had anything else. I don't think so. As always, listeners, you can find us on our social media as One Geek 411 
You can join our Discord server if you want to hang out with us between shows. Shoot us an email at 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. Find our merch over on our Redbubble store. You can watch live on Twitch, be part of the post-show chat like the one we're about to have. Then you can find the videos over on our YouTube. Then you can rate and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and check out our website, onegeek411.com. Then you can also find us on our personal social media. I'm Himar Wittil. I am. I'm not prepared with an I. I'm the Hoot and Howl on Twitter and Hoot and Howl Tales, T-A-L-E-S on Instagram. And I'm not so foreign. And it's been a great week. Wash your hands. Read a book. <laughs>